hey i hope that you're doing well i'm excited to talk to you again this is episode 15 and this is entitled truth is um this is going to be um the scripture reference mark 10 um verse 46 through 52 um and i'm going to be talking about blind bartimaeus today i'm going to be talking about truth is um i love sometimes when um i'm watching an episode or something like that on tv and the guy gets on there he says you can't handle the truth you want the truth but you can't handle it and um i get kind of just tickled by that because a lot of times when we talk about truth you know sometimes truth is only one-sided it's what we know and what you should believe but never what god knows because he knows all things and so today i'm just going to talk about truth is um and i'm going to talk about you know your truth and where you are you know in your walk with god and also you know what you need to do to realign your mind to the absolute truth which is the word of god and so um you know i just want to talk to people that like myself like everybody we've all missed the mark you know um I thought as a, you know, young lady that I knew my worth, um, truth is I didn't because if I did, I wouldn't, you know, uh, subject myself to certain things or allow certain things to happen. Um, truth is, you know, I've lost my cool, you know, I've gotten mad. I've, you know, went off at times in my life. I've cussed, I've said some things that were just like inappropriate. You know, I, I tested God. I, you know, waved my finger at God and went off because I was upset with my life. Um, and I had proclaimed to trust him. Like in front of people, I'm like, oh, I trust the Lord. I trust him. And was wigging out behind the scenes like, dude, you don't know what you're doing. Let me do this. Oh, that's that's just me. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I fell God and I fell him completely just for no reason. Not because I was struggling um, and this is going to get y'all, y'all going to laugh when I say this, but sometimes we'll be like, oh Lord, you know, uh, forgive me for the sins I don't know. Um, I wasn't that type of person. I know what I did and why I did. I even explained unto the Lord why I did it, but it still hurt God. So I still needed to repent and ask the Lord to forgive me because, all right, what I did was very selfish, very rude, very mean, uh, very, you know, just hateful. And I did it anyway you know and um and i failed god for real i failed him you know where i didn't know i did it and i had to learn from it and i failed him when i know i did it you know um but the truth is god didn't even change his mind about me and that's the part that a lot of people the truth that they can't take that okay i messed up i screwed up but god still loves me like what yeah, he still loves you. He hates sin. You know, that's not a part of his nature. He hates sin, but he loves you. And so the thing about it is, even though um, I've come to grips with my truth and what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, what I've sinned and done and when I've, you know, messed up, whatever that may be, God still is calling my name and my number. So I can't just give up on the account that I failed him, you know. And sometimes we get like that. We are, you know, get in a place of condemnation where 
I've messed up already. So why go back to God? You know, why um, keep bothering the Lord if I'm going to keep on messing up? And I've had prayers that literally said that, like, I messed up, God. Why you keep even trying to use me? Like, if you decide to, I used to say that, if you decide to use me, if you decide if you want to use me or not, that's just how I felt about myself. That's how I felt because there's no way possible that this man who died for me, I have defied him in every way possible, but now, you know, he wants to use me. No, that don't make no sense, you know? And sometimes, like I said, we can't handle the truth, but I want us to realign our mind to the absolute truth that um, what God has said about us, not necessarily what people have said, not what religion has said, but what has God said about you. And I'll tell anybody, your perception can free you or bury you. And that is so profound to me because what I think is my truth. You know, what I perceive is my truth, even though it's not right. It's a lot of people walking around because they see things a certain way. That's their truth. That's what they live by. And for me, I want to change the perception of people um, when it comes to the word and when it comes to God that you can have this good relationship with God, this open, clear relationship with God without feeling like this weight of the world on your shoulder to perform for everybody but God himself. Like it, it doesn't make sense that our perception is so warped and so messed up that we cannot literally free ourselves to be in the presence of God. We cannot free ourselves to be in the presence of our father. That's like my dad anybody know me like my dad is my ace boom coom you know my first love everything and that's like me being uncomfortable around him even though he's known me for 30 years and he knows everything about me you know that's crazy right but we do that with god because we have messed up now have i messed up have i disappointed my father yes i have any kid does that to their parents and they're not even trying but i should not feel uncomfortable around the man that I call my dad my father all right and so that's why I want you to understand we have to change the way we see things open our eyes and with the story of blind Bartimaeus he was a beggar and I guess you know one part of his you know I can't see so he said man I can't see so I really can't do everything I need to do for myself but we have to get to a place that the spiritual blindness that's on our eyes, the scales have to fall off of our eyes. And that's found in the word. You know, look it up. The scales have to fall from our eyes to new possibilities, new opportunities. God did not intend for us to live one way all our lives, never adding to our faith, never becoming more than what we are. You know, that's not his intention for us to be comfortable and just be this one um, vein of a person this one track of a person God wants us to expand and to find out everything that we are in this life and not just live like well that's all I'm gonna ever do you know that's not and we say man I don't think like that but that's how we live we don't ever live with an expectancy of more I'm not talking about materialistic things, but we never, you know, live with the expectancy that God has greater for me. God wants me to do this. God wants me to go to higher heights and deeper depths than him. And so I want us to kind of change that. I don't care where you come from. I don't care, you know, what, you know, I guess background you come from. It doesn't matter. God will use anybody. Um, the story of blind Bartimaeus, I love 
that it kind of paints the picture for us sometimes when we when we can't see we'll ask instead of asking for our sight <laughs> instead of asking to be healed we will beg we will take we will glean from everything that walks past us instead of getting healed and that's not what God's intention is you know when God will heal people he said go show yourself to the priest hmm all right go show yourself to the doctor like check yourself out all right make sure everything's good but we he didn't mean for them to stay that way after you know like okay they're healed from being a leper or whatever his intention when he healed them was not for them to stay that way and sometimes we're so used to being sick to being messed up to being a beggar to being blind that we don't know how to even function in life because we have made our fortune we have made our more based on off of other people and I, I know it's getting tight before it get you know get right for you but don't make your fortune don't make your more off of other people get healed it's nothing wrong with being healed it's nothing wrong with being better it's nothing wrong with taking up your bed and walk it's nothing wrong with walking out of what you've been in for 20 years um it's nothing wrong you know with getting healed from um the issue of blood you know like it's it's nothing wrong with that and sometimes we have made especially in the church have made our fortune off of people's pain and that's not the intention and i understand that ministry needs money to grow and, and all that that's not what i'm talking about but i don't i, I always tell people you know i never want to play on someone's emotions just because i can feel that you're going through xyz i'm not going to use that and try to um prostitute you or you know use that as my platform because your pain is not my platform you know my my platform is to preach jesus christ you know what i mean um my platform is to point you to christ that that's my platform and along the way yes i can share my story and i'm grateful for that but you know and like i said the church is a business it does require money to to function but at the same time do not use your gifts and use you know what you're doing or whatever you know to just prey on people is what i'm saying um because that that's not right you wouldn't want anybody to do that to you you know and and real talk a lot of leaders that's been done to them so that's what they do um and it's like i said this is an open discussion kind of thing um uh, because I just don't want anybody to feel like, well, I've been through this. I've been through that. All right. Talk about it. Be victorious over. Amen. But it's it's a time where you're going to have to stop begging. It's going to be a time where you have to stop getting your water from everybody else and go get your own water. And um, because you don't want to be dependent on people for your whole entire life. The man was sitting there. He blind. He's begging. Okay. He can only do so much for himself. Now, I'm pretty sure that he's learned how to, you know, kind of function a little bit, um, even with his disability or, or whatever. But, okay, after you have overcome something, are you going to still be like that? You're going to still, you know, go around begging people? He's, he's healed now. He's healed. Do you expect him to keep begging, you know? And uh, so I'm just bringing that out because that's a, a really a big thing. It's a handicap for some people because 
I'm so used to, um, you know, asking for it instead of going search for it. Um, in our job, really as a church, um, especially if you just, you know, work with the lay members in any kind of way, is to point them to Christ. You know, get them on their feet, but don't have them dependent on you because that's how clicks and stuff start. But that's a whole nother topic. Amen. Um, but you want people to grow. You want to help people, but don't, you know, cripple them by making them give up a crutch. Now they're in a wheelchair depending on you. No. You know, I want you to go from healing to healing, you know, from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Amen. Uh, I don't know how I just got to preaching, but <laughs> I'm just talking about truth is because sometimes we get to a place where, um, you know, our faith is fluctuating. It's everywhere. And condition shouldn't change the, uh, the constant, which should be your faith. Um, what I'm working with doesn't match my prophecy. It doesn't match the word. You know, what do I do? This is a, a big question. A lot of time that comes across, um, if what I'm doing right now is not matching anything that God says. So say for instance, I've had a dream. This has happened to me countless times where I've had a dream, um, even 10 years ago <laughs> and, at that time, nothing in my atmosphere, nothing around me was matching my dream or the prophecy given to me. And I felt like God had lied to me. And I know some of y'all feel that way too. Like, man, none of this don't look right. That's why I don't believe in prophets. That's why I don't go to all these little meetings and stuff because they be lying. You know, <laughs> trust me, I understand your your different uh, feelings and emotions about it. But honest to God, until I started to actually move in obedience in a season that I was in, I could never get to where I needed to go. And stuff didn't start changing or looking like the prophecy until I started walking in purpose and being obedient. Now, how long does it take for you to be obedient? And that's how long it's going to take for your prophecy to manifest. And you be like, ooh, that's harsh. But it's real. It's actually real. Like, I'm not lying to you. Like, I was in a state of disobedience for years in certain areas of my life for years not for months for years and i did not start seeing the manifestation of the prophecy spoke over me until i said completely yes to the lord and literally start being obedient to what he was giving me because mind you when he gave me the prophecy he also gave me instruction all right. He didn't just say, oh, you're going to get rich here. OK, get rich. But what was the instruction? The instruction was for me to, for example, go back to school. The instruction was for me to um, start writing this. The instruction was you, you get what I'm saying. All right. So prophecy, we hit a good part, but we don't hear the instruction. We'll be on the flow by the time the instruction comes. And um, so. Until I start doing the instruction part of the prophecy, my prophecy was never fulfilled. So I hope that encourages you that, you know, maybe I need to go back and see what the instructions was. If you didn't get any instructions, you might want to go back and check that and ask the Lord about that. Because when God is giving you truth, he's going to, you know, give you the good, but he's also going to give you the path that you should walk on, you know, to get there. You know, God is not a confusing God. All right. 
They prophesy in part. That's what the word say. Prophesy, prophesy in part. All right, that's one part of it. Where it's the instruction. The instruction is the word of God. So, um, what do I do when you know my current circumstance does not match the word that's been spoken over my life? First of all, don't lose heart. Don't get frustrated to the point that you forget what God has said, because that's what the enemy going to do. He's going to work against you to make you forget what he said, because that good feeling that you had before you hit the floor and before you shouted and tore up some pew, all that is going to subside. All right. But you got to hold on to your word. Oh, that's a revelation. Man, you got to hold on to your word with everything in you, because the word of God is what causes us to live and to continue to live and to have life more abundantly. A lot of times the enemy will try to take that word from you to make you give up. If he can take that word out of your heart and out of your mind, that's what he uses to come and attack you with. Because now you don't have anything to lean on, nothing to remember, nothing to call to remember. So a lot of times you have to hold on to that word. I, I've been given a word when I was, what, want to say about 21, 22. I'm 30. And I still remember that word because one, I wrote it down. Two, I put it in my heart. And then three, I, I prayed about it. And I, you know, fasted and asked the Lord, what should I do? And he gave me instruction. Did I follow those instructions right then and there? I did not. You know, I wasn't always perfect or obedient. Most of the time I was, but sometimes I just wasn't because I had distractions because I wanted to do what I wanted to do um, and try to get, get away with it. <laughs> so I'm just saying like for real, for real, for real, for real. Truth is a lot of times the reason why the word that's been spoken to you over your life, it doesn't seem like it's nowhere near where you are right now is because we haven't applied the instruction. We got the prophecy, but we didn't apply the instruction. All right. And sometimes that causes us to feel like, man, I'm drowning, you know, and I've been there. I mean, drowning in emotions, drowning to the point I just want to walk away from God and turn and go the opposite direction. Like this ain't for me. I know I grew up in it. I knew I was born in it. I know I got a call in my life, but I'm drowning right now. And I'd rather just be on the other side so I don't get hit. No, nah, it don't work like that. Because even when we try to go to the other side, it don't last long. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. It does not last long. And so how do I keep from sinking? Because some of you guys, you know, it, it's not, you're not overtaken all at once. You know, you sink here, you sink there. You know, you might miss a couple of times of being in the presence of the Lord, or you might not pray as much on Tuesday as you normally do, or you might not even, you know, crack open your Bible for three days straight. That's sinking. Because even though you may feel like, man, I don't need it. I'm good. I feel great. Just like exercise. When you stop exercising at a certain capacity and then you try to go back to it after a long time, what happened to you? Your body be like, what you doing? And it shut down. And you be up there hurting. Your knees, you know, crackling and popping like popcorn and, and stuff ain't going right. <laughs> it's the same way. The word of God is like exercise. You have to keep at it. Even though you might not feel like I'm not shedding no pounds or whatever. No, your body's being conditioned. Your your spirit is being conditioned to digest the word. And so with that, when you're being conditioned and then you stop all of a sudden, that's what, you know, 
you you feel it. That's the only way I can compare that. Like you want to feel it. Just like if you don't drink enough water, it's going to show up. And, you know, it might not show up today, but it might show up, you know, later on in the week. It might show up when you go to sleep at night and you wake up dehydrated, you know. Amen. All right. Y'all get my drift now. Hopefully you do. <laughs> but truth is, you know, you you may have missed the mark. You may have messed up. But I, I want to hone in on this one part. The truth that you are saying is true is based on your perception. Make sure your perception is lining up with the word of God. Because if it's not, it'll have you confused. It'll have you speaking things that God did not say. It'll have you all over the place with your emotions. It'll have you like literally ready to just throw in a towel because you don't understand that when God speaks a word, it just takes one time, like one time for him to say something. That And that's true. That's just the spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. So if the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do something, do it. Do it because you never know who is blind, who is lame. Um, you never know who's, you know, on, on the side of the road begging. But, okay, what happens when I get healed? I need to go get my own, my own relationship with God. My own, um, I need to get my own will. I can't keep depending on people. You know, so when you get healed and you get well, you can't keep depending on people. You can't keep the same lifestyle that you had before you were healed. So I hope that you understand that there's truth in everybody, but we have to realign our mind with the absolute truth, which is the word of God. And if you feel like you're sinking, like right now, what you can do and always do is stop, pray and say, God, please help me to realign my mind with the Bible, with the word of God, because right now I'm sinking. Right now I'm, I'm getting out of hand where I'm not, you know, on what I need to be doing, praying, seeking you, or getting in my word, you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm tripping right now. I'm sinking right now. I'm ready to go back into the world. Just be real about that stuff because God already know. He already knows. So if you feel like you're sinking right now, I'm praying that you hold on to the word that's already been spoken over your life because it's truth. And this truth will never, ever, ever return void. So I hope that you're encouraged and that you um, go forth in the things of God and realize what your truth is and what his truth is and how important his truth will always be.